When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the podcast that disguises itself as a game show. It's five favorites on the imbalanced history of rock and roll. I'm Ray Coob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And we're going to break out our five favorite rock guitarists of all time. And I'm putting the proposition out there right now here at the beginning before I even mention our sponsor, Crooked Eye Brewery in the heart of Hapro. Oh, there, I've done it. And I'll do it again. But it is virtually impossible to boil it down to five of the greatest rock guitarists. It really is. My my list could be three times what it is. And I, I just want to say that out front. So before people start getting their noses out of joint, yeah. either on this podcast or not. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there and remind folks that as always, we are brought to you by Crooked Eye Brewery. Great guys, great brews. Always a good time when you make a crooked eye in the heart of Hatboro. So we flip the coin and you will go first on this episode of Five Favorites, my friend. I'm fine with going first, but before we start, we have to visit Vegas because of ah. the odds. Ah. How odd are the odds for this episode? You tell me, Home Slice, you've got the connection to Vegas. Well, due to the fact that there are so many fantastic rock and roll guitar players out there, they're giving us very little leeway and going with, oh, 0.5 in common. They think that there's a very little chance of us getting anybody the same. Again with the 0.5. I know, they don't like us. They don't want either of us to win money. You go first on the countdown, so you go first in making your pick. I'm going to get wild and say one. I think we're going to have one. Woo, woo, he's all over the place, ladies and gentlemen. Skyrocket's in flight. He's going with a one. <laughs> on a 0.5 over under. You know what? This happened recently on a Five Favorites episode when the line was set by Vegas at 0.5, and I went zero then, and I'm going zero now because I think they're on to something out there in Lost Wagers Nevada. Well, I collected on one of them, so let's see if I can make it two in a row on Five Favorites on the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. Coming around to number five, your number five favorite rock guitarist of all time. At number five, Ray, a band that is not associated enough with the development of rock and roll in the 60s and 70s, especially in the United States. The guitar tones are absolutely gorgeous. They are sexy, they are powerful, and they make you move. At one point, Jimi Hendrix was a member of this band. The band I'm talking about, the Isley Brothers. The guitarist, Ernie Isley. So good. 
you won't get one little argument from me on the validity of the love for the Isley Brothers and their sound. So, having given you my number five, it is time for you to share your number five with moi and them. Oh, yeah, that's right. I come over and do five, then my four. Yes. Well, I'm going to bend the rules, although no there aren't really any rules, on an episode of Five Favorites, because I just couldn't make a decision between two of the greatest guitar players. Both left too soon, and I put them together, and that's kind of my thing, and I'm sticking with it. The one and only Stevie Ray Vaughan, an amazing guitarist who reinvigorated the blues at a time when it really needed it and in a time when rock and roll really needed him. Also gone too soon, just as his brother and their band was taking off, Dwayne freaking Allman, man. I loved everything that guy ever did, touching fingers to six strings. So I've got a dual number five in SRV and Dwayne Allman.
I like it a lot. Oh, and the judges surprise Coob in the first round. Holy cow. I figured to be like, well, I don't know. They're not brothers. They weren't in the same band, you know. Hey, we can do it. And I like the way you bent the rules and made your explanation. So as half of the judging team, I'll let it stand. As always, being full of shit has its advantages, especially on an episode (laughs) of Five Favorites here on the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. And that means you got to do number four now since you did your number five double shot. He is the sound of Pink Floyd. His parts in Pink Floyd's musical legacy are legend. I wait for his every musical utterance, and I still can picture him right now in my mind, Marcus, seeing Pink Floyd on Long Island at the mausoleum in 1980, atop the wall, playing that amazing solo Uncomfortably Numb, and you know I'm talking about Gilmore, David Gilmore. My number four... getting rolling here and i think we need to find out what your number four rock guitarist of all time is on this countdown my fourth favorite in this current countdown is a guy who was a studio musician in the 60s also helped the Yardbirds blow up and then the Yardbirds blew up and then he carried their legacy forward with some new chaps And those four new chaps rewrote rock and roll in the late 60s and early 70s. The band led Zeppelin, the guitarist Jimmy Page. Zeppelin was right through my elementary and middle school years when they rode, and their music can't escape me now. It didn't escape me then, and it will never escape me. Their music is so There's a lot of fucking escaping going on in this episode. What's going on, man? I'm not getting away from any of this shit. Embrace it all. That's what I say. So, yes, Jimmy Page at number four.
a very understandable inclusion on your part, friend. That means it's time for number three from Marcus on this episode. My number three, I saw the video, was blown away. A few months later, I saw them play live in the commons at the University of Missouri in Columbia. Yes, I'm talking about like 1988, 1989. They released their first album, Vivid. The tones have been sexy ever since. The music is incredible. And on top of the incredible guitar playing of Vernon Reed, he is one of the most amazing humans on this planet. The world needs more Vernon Reeds. Vernon Reed is my number three favorite guitarist of all time. I'm going to boldly predict that you, by the year 2050, will have your wishes, as there's word that the Vernon Reed Cloning Clinic has begun operation just off Long Island Sound. (laughs) The world will be better if we do something like that, because he's amazing. Forget the attack of the clones like in Star Wars, (laughs) it's the attack of the Verns. Well, an unexpected turn to number three... Vernon Reed, though. Can't argue with that. And now it's time for you to share your number three, Mr. Koob. I suspect that he's on your list here somewhere towards the top as well. I'm talking about the one and only Edward freaking Van Allen. can't go wrong with Eddie Van Halen on any guitar list because he was an innovator and a big-time game changer. Yeah, but it's a lot harder, and you know this to be true, when you're working on a list of a specific artist, like a certain instrument or a certain era, it gets harder and harder the more filters you put on it for this five favorites thing we do. But with this one wide open on guitars, it's actually really tough to narrow it down. It really is, and we've gotten halfway through this list, and because of the mental and emotional challenges, I say we get a pint. Is it a support pint? I could use a hug and a mug. (laughs) We must be heading to Crooked Eye. The fall is here, and Crooked Eye is rocking in the heart of Hatboro. The Crooked Eye band will be there every second Saturday of the month, If you follow them on Facebook, you can find out what is happening at Crooked Eye and, of course, their amazing selection of beers. The brews are always delicious and experimental in many cases. Check out the board on their Facebook account. They always put a fresh picture of the board up there. And something happened recently. We've been talking about Salty Vets Barbecue, which is available on certain nights at uh, the brewery. Matt posted about uh, an incredible experience they had where they were really like pushing hard and uh, orders were overwhelming and ended up in recent 
weeks, like two weeks before we record this, had their best day ever at Salty Vets Barbecue. Selling great barbecue to people and working hard doing it. It's good stuff. And it's all part of the energy there, Crooked Eye, where you go, you make new friends, you have a good time. And whatever you want, whether it's the tasty brews that come from the back room there at the brewery, uh, craft cocktails, they've got wine and cider, and of course, that Salty Vets Barbecue. Always a good time to be had when you head down to Hapro and make a crooked eye. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Back and ready for more on an episode of Five Favorites on the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. Five favorite rock guitarists all time, and that makes it pretty tough to narrow down. But you managed to do it with your number five, Ernie Isley of the Isley Brothers. At number four, you've got James Patrick Page of Led Zeppelin, etc. And your number three, and one of my favorite guys too, Vernon Reed of Living Color. And for you, your number five is a bending of the rules. Sure. Which is cool, or an imbalancement of the rules, we could call it. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Dwayne Allman, checking in at number five. The incredible David Gilmore at number four. And at number three, Edward Van Halen. And here we are at the twos and the ones, and it's your number two, Markesh. My number two, Ray. We've talked about him many times. His impact with David Bowie, monumental. His sound, his style, just so rock and roll, so dirty, so groovy, so glammy. You felt good when you listened to him playing guitar. 
Always. And he just was super, super amazing in helping David Bowie get to the next level and really making a difference in guitar and glam in the 70s as it rolled through. And I'm talking about Mick Ronson. I love Mick Ronson. I love everything about him, his tone, his style. Just the way he carried himself was so fucking cool. a bloody rock star oh he was a rock star all the way through and now ray it is time for your number two well he was the opposite of the rock star syndrome he wasn't glamorous didn't dress very well but when jerry garcia took a stage it could take all night captain trips was more than the guitar player in the grateful dead he was the leader of the band as identified in the song Oh, Jerry, I do miss him, and he left us way too soon. Unlike uh, a few other people that we've talked about, I sometimes wonder, what if Jerry was still alive? There wouldn't be the other ones, there'd just be the ones. <laughs> My number two, the great Jerry Garcia. It's time for you to lay that number one guitarist on us right now. This is Jimmy talking to you on the imbalanced history of rock and roll. My number one, can there be any doubt as to why I pick Jimi Hendrix? Thank you. 
And that only leaves one block open on this episode of Five Favorites. What is your number one rock guitarist of all time? My number one rock guitarist is two people. Wait a second. Oh, I can't object, can I? (laughs) I don't know how to separate these two, even though they're from separate generations. Both of them completely changed rock and roll single-handedly or single-fingeredly. But their fingers, their sounds changed rock and roll. One of them is your number three, Edward Van Halen. And the other one is your number one, Jimi Hendrix. They are at the top of my guitar world as far as fandom goes. Phone's already gone fucking nuts with Vegas. Oh, no, 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 no. I got, oh, it's always says. You, you know, Knuckles always says, no, 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 no. But I'm saying that we're both wrong, that we did match to, and that what looked like a zero for me, another victory, turns out to be a push because you do have that match. And if I was able to do what I did and uh, pair up SRV and Dwayne Allman, you should certainly be able to pair up Eddie and Jimmy, and therefore it's two in common, and therefore keep your money, Vegas. Damn. Shut up. But Always this- fun whenever we break out five favorites, and this is a perfect example of it. Just so many, and um, you know, the list of also's, the honorable mentions. Oof. I could do two more full fives, and I'm just going to reel them off, and you'll understand. Try to keep up. Oh, right away, I got to put your number four, Jimmy Page, in there, right? And I can't talk about a guitarist in the last 30, 40 years without mentioning Slash. up the concept of two guys in the same band before we started and Keith and Woody are exactly that two acting as one the ancient art of weaving that Keith calls it the Steves the two first rock stars I ever met Steve Howe and Steve Hackett uh, back when they were doing GTR together are two of the most extraordinary guitarists that I've ever listened to and met 
and interview. It's kind of cool at this yeah. point in life to look back and go, I interviewed Hackett and Hal separately yep. and together. mention him but he's always on my mind because he is the straw that stirs the iron maiden brew adrian smith of maiden I wonder if Ozzy would be Ozzy without Randy Rhodes. I miss him. I love him. My brother in metal, Dimebag Daryl Abbott, taken from us. And I think he would kind of like what's going on out there with Pantera fans getting back together. And Hammett. Got to mention Kirk Hammett, the owner of the Greenie, right? Yep. So that's my uh, honorable mentions, and every one of them is, you know, top shelf, oh, without Hall of Fame, All-Star, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Woo! That's with, a lot of music, man. Without so, a doubt. You do your honorable mentions that maybe I've trampled on already because we have so many things in common here. Like you... I could do a 40-minute spiel on honorable mentions that are fantastic yeah. guitar players sure. that could have made this list. And including all of the great guitars you mentioned, Johnny Marr of the Smiths is one of my favorite. When he played with The The and the Smiths, the sounds that he made were amazing. How Soon Is Now, Dogs of Lust with The The, some incredible music. <laughs> Holiday of the Rival Sons, I love dearly. One of the new younger guitarists that just makes great sounds. He's uh, got a unique tone and feel no matter what he's playing, no matter what the song's about. Mm -hmm. He makes it his own. Definitely. Queens of the Stone Age, Josh Homme, and I love their sound. I love their style. They're one of the bands that I never miss when they come to town. I love them. Dr. No of the Bad Brains, Jack White. I love what he's doing with the guitar.
as a child, James Young from Styx was a huge guitar hero for me. Jeff Lynne, ELO. While they weren't anything like Eddie Van Halen or Jimi Hendrix, the sounds that they made moved me. Rick Nielsen of Cheap Tricks, Strummer and Jones of The Clash, Gorham and Robertson of Thin Lizzy, McKay and Johnny Graham at Earth, Wind & Fire. Those are the people that I really connect with. You think you left anybody out? Oh, You don't want to leave them out. Oh, I left a ton of people out, and so did you. (laughs) By the way, if JY was listening or is listening, and he heard you make that comment, he would have uh, probably passed coffee right through his nose at that. That's That's a win for you there in the middle of your honorable mentions. Man, a lot of great guitarists there, too. It's all about the guitar, man. Really- I know the singer's got to sing and everybody's got to do their part. But I really have always felt like what the guy with the six strings and the ten fingers and that amazing brain and like Eddie Van Halen type stuff, yeah. the pagey type stuff. It's really what drives a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But you can't do it in rock and roll without all of it. That's the beauty of the thing. The guitar is one of those instruments as a kid we're automatically driven to. You play air guitar as a little kid, and it just keeps going from there. I still yeah, pull I out still the air it. guitar. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> At concerts, I don't give a shit if I look like an old guy dorking out. Who fucking cares? I'm having fun. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I'm thinking about it because uh, we were just talking about a couple of bands that will probably come up again. And when we do five favorites the next time, we're starting to work on our next game show here mm-hmm. on the podcast. And we're talking about maybe doing like five favorite British singers from the 70s. And that's a, an interesting one. That's a lot more narrow mm-hmm. version of five favorites than this one. Yep. A lot of fun, man. I, I love talking about players and songs and, you know. All of that. It's great. Music is so exciting to talk about. And it makes you feel good. And it just gets your blood flowing in the right way when you talk about music. Music heals. Music unites. Music strengthens. So if you've got your two cents or you just want to add your five favorites, email it to imbalancedhistory at gmail.com. Good way to get us into your loop and get you into ours. I don't know about you, man, but I like seeing new email from listeners whenever we get one. You know, some weeks lately, it's been two, three, four days sometimes. And that's great because we're having a conversation that's not us just talking one way. You're getting involved in it. We like that. So do that if you would. And join us on social media as well. Yes, and please tell us how much you tortured your brain trying to put that top five list together because we know you're going to be shuffling guitarists in and out of that top five and you'll be like, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. And it's going to happen to you too, so share. Time to go from the Dark Jack Media Studios. I'm Ray Coob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And this has been Five Favorite Rock Guitarists of All Time on the Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.